When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hashtag no music, no intro. Ryan, we are recording an emergency podcast. and We actually have like fucking good news to share. Like what? What is going Whoa. on? Uh, Whoa, time. Fuck. Jesus Christ. The the hashtag OD on talent. Today the Saints make a move. They trade for 49ers linebacker Quan Alexander. They give up a conditional fifth round pick that's based on playing time. And they give up Kiko Alonso. And so let's just just let me just ask you, when you when you saw the news, what were your first thoughts? I mean, I was just like, cool, you know, like, you know, it's a cool move. You know what I'm saying? It's a low risk, you know, high upside. I mean, you couldn't pretty much ask for a better move. It was at a position of need. Like, I know the talk has been on the secondary and the D-line, but even our linebackers, with, you know, even with DeMario, you, 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 you leave, you want more. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, the way the defense is now, it's like, okay, they, they have a lot of talent on paper, but it's like, damn, we just need just need a little something extra. It's like we're missing something. A little, little, you know, and like a little have, Just a little oomph. Like, like you know, I'm, like, I can't explain, but when I look at the defense, they kind of play tentative. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, you just need somebody that just uh, that attack attitude, you know, and you know, Quine, he's a guy that can bring that because he, you know, he's an attacker. He's a downhill force. So when I saw it, I was just like, all right, cool. Because I always like, I liked him as a player. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind signing him when he was a free agent. Oh, was he a free agent or did he get traded? I can't remember. He was, he was a free I just, agent. I remember. He was a free agent. Yeah. He was a free agent. I remember. But they paid him a lot of money. I was like, he's, you know, when they paid him, I was like, I knew we pay that. And if you but, remember, they, yeah. John Lynch paid him and he was coming off like a bad injury. And they still paid him. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's off injured. Like, like that's the catch. With that's another. Like when I thought about, it, I was like, okay, cool. But like, <laughs> you know, there's a reason he was available for trade. Like, it, it, if he, if he was a great, you know, all pro player, he wouldn't be available for a conditional fifth round pick. And I mean, you don't even have to mention the Kiko Alonso. That was just like, man, just like whatever. Kiko, he's not even playing. Like, Kiko, Kiko get passed around like. A blunt or like uh, just, <laughs> bro. He just getting blacks like just uh, <gasps> tag team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> DP Eiffel Tower style, just just getting destroyed. Ran, just ran through. So 
I mean, I'm just like, you know, whatever. He didn't give up much. A fifth round, who gives a shit? Fifth, six, seven, I don't give a shit about those picks. So No, at all. So, I mean, like, okay, you, you're bringing in a player that has some upside. So, yeah, I was, you know, I was just happy they made a move. I'm happy. They, I was, I'm just love when teams, not just my team, but any team, I love when teams is not sitting on their hands. Yes. Keep trying to improve some kind of way. If it's just a, even if you're just trying to improve special teams, if you're trying to improve here, there, kicker, if you're trying to shoot linebacker, running back, whatever, just like keep trying to get better. And Alex Anzalone, who's in Champagne, he said he's going to be compete. You know, it's his last. Uh-oh. You know, it's his last year on his rookie deal. He hadn't really, you know, he hadn't been bad this year, but he hadn't been like, oh, we got to find a way to keep Alex Anzalone. Like nobody's thinking that. So you bring in another player that you know they compete for a spot. Maybe he's good or something like that. So, you know, it's a, you know, I think it's a win-win deal. I, and you you said something that was so so apparent in the way that the defense is played uh, in that they have been playing tentative. When we think back to last season, you know, that five game stretch or even kind of after that five game stretch, because I think I got kind of that 49ers yeah. game. And I know, and I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of big plays in the 49ers game, but there were times that they played really well in that 49ers game too, is that they brought it to you. Players like, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, DeMario, like they impose their will, but I think you said it perfectly because it seems like they're kind of playing like... Yeah, it's kind of like, like I'm watching, like they're yeah. watching and reading and, you know, even when they do make a tackle, they don't miss it. It's kind of like just grabbing them and bringing them to the ground. Like there's no hitting, no thump. Like you watch this this uh, Giants and Tampa Bay game on right now. They hit, you know what I'm saying? Tampa Bay defense hitting... The Giants defense, not a very talented defense, but they're playing, they coached up in position and they hit, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you're just hoping they kind of bring that attitude. I think back when, like, uh, the Saints traded for John Vilma in 2008. And, no, I'm not saying Alexander is going to come in and beat Vilma. But if you think about that attitude, Vilma came in, the Saints defense was kind of solved for finesse defense, finesse team. You just wanted somebody to come in kind of with that attitude, that downhill. You're kind of hoping that just that's a, what John Vilma brought. Yeah, just a, like a, a player yeah, that's going like to impose that. impose his will. Yeah, and if you look at the tape, uh, I mean, I haven't studied the tape, but you know, I looked at uh, you know, Rev, my dude, Rev Deuce, he did a nice little, quick little video, uh, video look at Quan Alexander. Nick Underhill did a quick film study. I looked at some. Just some YouTube. Plus, I know him. You know, he played at Tampa Bay. We've watched him for years. Played at Tampa. Uh, and played, and here's something. LSU. LSU. Uh-oh. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> and he was kind of that typical LSU linebacker, that running chase and hit kind of linebacker that's quick. Doesn't look great in college tape, but, you know, but, you know, you can just see the, the traits of a, you know, a good NFL linebacker with the speed Man. and the re-react and all that stuff. It's it's crazy how much like I just thinking about it, it's crazy how much I've missed on LSU players like LSU linebackers over the years like I oh yeah I, I don't know what same here bro like LSU fans like they shit on the linebackers sometimes and then it gets to the NFL it's like oh okay uh so here I think an interesting thing you you brought up Anzalone Sean Payton said that Quan's coming in to compete. Here's what I here's what I think has has happened. Okay, so when Demario Davis 
was brought in. Um, and I think I can say this like on the record because, you know, he doesn't work with the team anymore and what have you. But according to Travis, we've had on the show before, one of the things that DeMario said when he before he signed is that he didn't want to play Mike. He wanted to play Will. He wanted to play weak, weak side linebacker, uh, stay and play weak side because for whatever reason, he didn't he didn't enjoy playing. Um, he didn't enjoy playing Mike when he was with the Jets. And I don't know if he played Mike when he was with the Browns, but I know when he was with the Jets before he became a free agent, he didn't enjoy playing Mike. He wanted to play Will. He was put at Will. His He's been with the team, what, three seasons now? Or this is his fourth, I believe. He was put at Will and he flourished. Absolutely flourished. Was one of the best linebackers in the league, period. And this year, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was the, the bond pick. Like, I don't know what it was. But for whatever reason, they switched it. And he's predominantly playing Mike. And Anzalone's playing the will and DeMario has has had a good season has made some plays, but it hasn't been this, the typical DeMario season that we've seen in the past. And so, and this is hat hat tip to my, to my girl who is a 49ers fan. And I I think I just forgot that the, the position that Quan typically played was Mike. So I thought he was a weak side. Okay. So, and it, it may, maybe it was just Mike in a three, four, but typically, yeah. you know, as you know, she said that he pre- predominantly played Mike. And so the way I look at it is that it, w- I wouldn't be shocked is if maybe the Saints, you know, look at it as like, we got to get, you know, our stud back to the position that he exceeds at. And we're going to do that by bringing in, um, you know, by bringing in, Quan put him at Mike, and then you just have so much range, athleticism, linebackers that can cover. Like you just have so much that you can do with those two, and it's going to be really interesting to see. Because I also wouldn't be surprised, and I tweeted this earlier that I, I really think that if Quan is healthy, like Anthony's snaps are going to go, going to go down. Oh yeah. And and that's okay because basically Anzalone becomes Craig Robinson. See, I when I thought of it, I think he becomes what the Saints drafted Zach Bond to be, a player that comes in on third down and is like a chess piece. And if they want to add like an additional rusher or having a linebacker rushing, I think he gives you that. And I could, yeah, he could do that. He could do that too. But the thing is, like Zach Bond, he's also come in as like a Sam you know, sort of base looks. And, I mean, that's not Anzalone. No. But we, we rarely run that base look, you know. So it's – I, I don't even know – I don't even know why Caden Ellis is even on the team, bro. <laughs> bro, like, he would, he would never get a – like, unless there's just a rash of injuries, like, you know. I, I know he I know he was in the Green Bay game for a little bit, but, like, largely, like, I don't I don't know why he's on the team. But here here's why – here's where I tip the – um, my cap off to the Saints is at least I, and it's like you said, te- good teams, you know, if there's talent out there, they're adding talent to their team. I think this at least show, I think this shows that even though the, t- the team has their flaws and we've gone on the, going over them extensively on this podcast, that they feel like they, they have a chance and they have a shot. 
and, they, and they do they, they do and the way they in the way i see it is that they're seeing is like hey we have a way to make our team better uh let's go get a player like let's go let's go at him and also i think it gives them the opportunity it's very similar to the janoris jenkins you know yeah. when they claimed him uh i believe quan alexander is costing the saints like 900k cap if that's according to like sports track yeah. guy and then his next two years contract wise he's due for like 13 mil but all like both of those years are non-guaranteed so i think it's yeah. potentially if they just like they did with janoris he came in he played well last year and they kind of adjusted his his contract or what have you that if Quan comes in plays well stays healthy that they could see this as okay well we we can you know we kind of have our in-home replacement for Anzalone we don't have to you know offer yeah. them any type of contract and there, exactly. there we go there you go I mean it's just a another position you don't even have to really you know fret about depending on how he plays uh but like as we said you know he has been injured quite a bit past couple of years you know kind of like Anzalone um and you know uh, if you want to point out the negatives, he does miss tackles. Uh, he's kind of like Marcus Williams in that sense where, where like, he, he gets there. Like, he has the speed. He gets to, he gets to the play, but he, he has missed tackles, you know, especially in the backfield where he's, like, right there, make the tackle. It's like, Oop. but – and he's also, like, made huge tackles and, like, blown players up, forced fumbles. He, you know, caught picks. He, uh, he he's made plenty of plays, so it's kind of like a, you know, one of those players that you just kind of hope. And look, when you look at uh, Demario Davis, he was an up and down for years. Uh, you know, I think he was with the Jets, with the Browns, came back to the Jets. The Jets, yep. Kind of up and down. yeah, and the Jets and the Jets. I mean, they didn't even, even though he had a good season with them, they didn't even really feel confident enough to really pay him the money because they were kind of scared. Like this dude's been up and right. down. We don't want to pay him money. Saints took a chance, and you know he's been look. He's been an All Pro, so you know they kind of. You guess you just kind of hoping on that upside and saying, look, he's still kind of a youngest player, and he's going to kind of reach his potential. And if not, you still got just a young, talented player that's in the mix that could just give you a little umph on defense when you need it because defense we need them to step up. But it make it made some strides uh, against the Bears. You've seen it in flashes throughout the season. You're going into a big game. I mean, I don't know. I doubt Quine plays much, if at all, against yeah. the Bucks. I think but, that because of the COVID protocols and all, which is yeah. so which is so weird to me because I think on Twitter, Deuce McAlsher made a great point. His point was like, it's not like when players are getting traded, it's not like they're free agents and they haven't been getting tested by their former team. Mm-hmm. Like they've been getting tested by the former team. So like, but the whole protocol of when a new player comes to a new player comes to a team, they have to be tested five times, you know, get five negative tests before they can play. Like, that's dumb. Wow. That's especially, like, especially for a trade. Like it's, it's dumb. It makes sense for a free agent. Like I get that before a traded player. It's like, it's not, it's not like the 49ers weren't, weren't testing him. So essentially, and I think, I think Sean Payton said it too, and in, in like a small a small presser that pre, like he's not going to play against his former team against the Bucks, and more than like and more than likely if the trade you know it, when it's already finalized, but you know when he's done testing, then he'll be able to play against his other former team 
um, in yes. the 49ers uh, in two weeks. So is the trade deadline over? Trade deadline is tomorrow. Okay. It's a it's like elect it's election day at like four or some shit like that. Um, yeah. But like I, you know, it's not it's it's funny because it's not the position that either of us have you know would have thought about, and right. it's, it's also coming off probably one of Anzalone's best better games yesterday yeah, yeah, against the Bears. Yeah. Like he played pretty well. Like I miss I've seen yeah, him. I'm, he I'm was, he's like what the fuck. <laughs> You know, but and people were saying like, "Oh, they're gonna put De- Demario and and Anzalone out there, and 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 Quan, and, and one more three four, and one more base." And I was like, "That's not how this. No, that is not gonna happen at all." Man, I'm just watching this Tampa Bay New York game, and it's just crazy how they really aren't any great defense. <laughs> Like we sit on our defense, and you know, with the little struggles here and there, but man, Daniel oh, Jones putting did, dimes on the on Tampa Bay defense, man. Oh, did oh Golden Tate just score a touchdown? Yeah. Oh man, it's. I mean, I'm just. I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, damn, man, like defense is just struggling, man. Like I man, don't know what it. It was it was fourth and sixteen, and I turned off the TV, Ryan. Like when I was when we were recording, like I turned, I literally turned the TV off. Now it's oh, about to be tied. Oh, that's a that's a great catch. Oh my god, yeah. and a great throw. Shit. Um, just for the fans, the, 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 probably the worst podcasting ever. Listening to us like have reactions to a live football game, <laughs> but um, Ryan and I, we were actually going to try something new tonight. We we're going to try to do a a video recording pod, what have you. Uh, I got home too late. I worked a 12 hour day. Just didn't happen. Um, but that is something that we are going to explore. My biggest issue, and I don't, I don't know if Ryan can say the same, uh, but my biggest issue is that the lighting where I live is absolutely fucking terrible. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever watched, like, I don't know, like, took like a gander at like an amateur scene on like Pornhub or something. <laughs> and you're like, who did the lighting in this? Like, what? <laughs> like, that's like that's what the lighting would be if I <laughs> if we, we tried to fucking do the fuck. How the fuck you get a porn reference in this one, bro? Come on, man. <laughs> Always, bro. Always. Um, but that is something that at some point we do. Uh, we do plan. Oh, of course they dropped the two point conversion. Oh, never mind. It's interference. We do plan to do. Um, and it's just, do you, so I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll kind of end this and as it gets towards the end, do you think that this is the, the only move that the Saints will do? I do think so, but look, man, like this is the Saints, bro. Like you can't rule anything out, man. They might bust a move. We wake up in the morning, Schefter or, you know, Rappaport, somebody tweeting some new shit. So, you know. I mean, look, it's the Saints, man. I mean, at least your team trying, bro. Like, you know, if you're a yes. Saints fan, at yes. least they're trying. They're five and two, uh, with a chance to really improve in the next coming weeks with the wide receivers coming back and stuff like that. And Big game against Tampa Bay. And the way that I see it is, you know, I know we've been we've been talking about. 
uh, like maybe like a potential wide receiver or tight end. And honestly, with the way I see it is that with the trade deadline, with the injuries coming, with the injuries of your receivers being healthy, it's like you're kind of tra- it's like you've already traded for that. If that makes any sense, like you're get, you're getting a completely different offense come Sunday, hopefully. Did you see uh, Desmond King? I mean, he got traded for what the sixth, like a sixth round pick, bro. Like, come on, man! Like y'all couldn't make that call. Like that, I mean, you know, he's not a perfect player, but that would have been a nice little player just to have back there. It would be. Like, it mean, would. Whatever. It would have been. Whatever. Um, but, but we'll, I'm sure we'll, they're working the phones though, so you know. Yeah, and, and I, I think Loomis is going to, especially if we think about. I said it earlier that Quan's only costing 900k against the cap, and I was looking at yeah. like a, a recent, um, a recent, you know, salary cap thing that was posted on Twitter. The Saints have like eight million in cap space, bruh. Do you know how much money that is for Mickey in, in Loomis, Dallas? Oh man, that's like 16 bruh. mil. <laughs> That's like taking a hundred dollars to Zimbabwe or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that's that's money. You that's money, money. Uh, yeah. So I, I I wouldn't be shocked if we see some you know something happen tomorrow. And also, just 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 one thing. I gotta get this off my chest. I, I wanted to. I was gonna tweet this. I'm just gonna say it on the pod. It is incredibly frustrating that. When we saw Chauncey Garner Johnson play last season when he was at strong safety, he played very similar to how Buda, Buda Baker of the Cardinals play, plays. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying he is as good as Buda, um, but he was a dog flying all around. Like, that pick he had against Matt Ryan last season? Mm. Bruh! Bruh! So... I, I I know they want positionless play. It's just it's it's a coaching thing, and I don't get it because the it so is. this let, let me let me walk you through this potentially because last season or something in week one when the Saints played the Bucks, typically um, Chris Godwin played the slot a lot, yeah. a lot of yeah. and, Ch- and Chauncey had a pretty good game against Chris Godwin. However. Let's say Sunday night happens and, you know, alleged rapist is active and ready to go. So you have Mike, you sorry, you have Mike Evans that, you know, that's Marshawn's matchup, period. Like we know that that's done. Um, And then if, if Chris Godwin in his injury, hand thumb injury is active and he's on the outside and they have AB in the slot, huh, bro? I, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, Ryan, I, I don't know. Now I don't know. Are they gonna play AB at on at wide and have Chris Godwin be the slot and then CJ would just cover him? I don't know, bro. But I just know that that is a matchup disaster, and it's not like. Even if Dennis Allen says, you know what, I'm going to put Janoris on, on Mike Evans and I want Marshawn or Marshawn on AB, 
I already know what I already know what AB can do to Marshawn, bro. Like, oh. <laughs> oh man, but you know, I, I'm just hoping. I just can't see AB playing a ton of snaps. I mean, the dude ain't played football in what two years. You know, he. You're right. It's been not it's two been years, a while. About, a, about, a, about a year and a half since he played for the Patriots. That one no training camp, no. Nothing, you know what I'm saying? So I, I wouldn't expect it. I would expect him to play like maybe 15, maybe 20 snaps. But those 20 snaps, like he could do something, you know what I'm saying? Like so, so oh man, like uh, butt cheeks gonna be tight, bro. Tight. Speaking of butt cheeks being tight, tight. tomorrow, fucking vote if you haven't voted. Like please go vote. Uh, I know Ryan's going to vote tomorrow. Um, if you gotta wear your your make make America great hat again, you know, because you're voting man. in Alabama, do what you gotta do. Man, I gotta, I gotta go get the hat. Might put on a little white face. <laughs> Make sure you, you wear some. I'm good though. I scouted, I scouted the location I'm voting at. It's in the hood, you know. So I should be, I should be straight, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm gonna go early in the morning, just knock it out. So you know, to know if, if anything pop. Get if you I don't, you know like get a for your like a, your mask like wear like an American flag mask. <laughs> just, just. Uh, bro, I can't go out like that, bro. I'm in my BLM shirt. <laughs> me, you know what I'm saying? Come see me, baby. Um, yeah, and Greg Greg texted me texted me earlier. He said that it's just it's nice having a, a welcome distraction. You know, meaning football in regards to like everything else that's going oh, on. Oh man! Oh that, man! It, I, I, I could barely take Twitter right now because it is it's all political. You know, and don't get me wrong; I have no problem talking about politics, but it's like it's 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 you know it, it gets real tribal around this time, man. Like the tensions are hot, people on edge. You know what I'm saying? So, ooh, I just oh man, I. I, I We'll see how tomorrow. I mean, it might not even be the end tomorrow, but we'll just see how it goes, bro. But it's some interesting times, brother. Oh, and it's crazy too, because and I don't know if it will happen, but this whole talk of Texas maybe turning blue, mm. bro, <laughs> bro. And I and I'm driving to Texas in like three weeks to go back home. Like, oh man, it's gonna be hot, hot in these crazy, streets, bro. It's crazy, bro. I mean, with just with the demographic changes in Texas, and you know, you got all these people like from California and New York moving into Texas because you know it's cost of living. Tax. Yeah, cost of living is great. Low tax, you know, I, tons I, of I, space. You know, it's like Austin. Like Austin is like you know what I'm saying like Austin is like so many people from New York and California. So they Austin. Move to Austin. Austin's a place to be. If, I mean, for someone who's from, born and raised in Texas, lived there 19 years of my life, uh, and I, I still consider it home. Like, I still I still don't consider California home. I never refer to California as home, which is crazy. Um, uh, yeah. But, yeah, man, if you, Austin is, like, the place to be for anyone that has thoughts about moving to Texas. Austin is, is, is the location, 100%, without question. It's, yeah. it's the spot. It's going to be interesting. Hey, well, uh, my vote was casted. Ryan's casting his vote. If you're listening to this, uh, cast your vote tomorrow. 
you do what you got to do. Like, just make this change happen. And again, shout out to the Saints, man. Like, I, I saw that today and I was like, like, what, regardless of whatever happens in the season, like, I appreciate the hustle. I appreciate it. I appreciate like, it. That's like, it. again, as, as fans, you could be like, you know what? My team's fucking trying. My team's trying. Um, and that's all that's all you can ask for, for for your team. Like, they're five and two, and I haven't looked at, like, a playoff whatever, but, you know, they – you know, they're, I would guess they're probably somewhere in the playoffs because of seven teams in the NFC. Like, just fucking go for it. And you're getting all your dogs back. Proud of them. Um, but we're going to get out of here. Big fucking... Tampa, bro. They got to beat Tampa, bro. They got to beat Tampa Bay. Man. Oh, huge game, man. This game is huge. It's on the level of San Francisco last year when we played them. Like, it's on the level... This game is huge. So let's, let's, break it, let's break it down. Let's, let's, let's break it down. 2017... Oh, wait, no, not 2017, sorry. 2018, there was the Steelers game. Yeah. Okay. Last year was the Niners game. This year, this year, this Tampa Bay game, that's this game. That's that, it. Because that's, that, that's that's it. It. if you take care of it, like, just win. Like, just, just win just the win. game. Because if you, you look... Take care of business. Bruh, like, looking at their schedule, they got... Carolina again. They got a Niners team that's completely on IR with no Jimmy G, no Skittles. Um, who else do they have? Like they have uh played Atlanta twice. You know, uh, I mean it's never easy, but you know, you should be able to handle your business. Like they they can make a run here, bruh. And they they they're getting their dogs back on offense. And I know people were hounding Drew for his his performance yesterday and what have you, and I get it, it wasn't his best game, but he was playing in the cold, in the wind, and besides Traquan and Jared Cook, he was throwing the to practice squad wide receivers. Well, out AK, you know, yeah. you know, outstanding. But like, can, like I had this conversation with Greg. I said, "You're gonna like I'm obviously Drew's game isn't gonna drastically change, but I think the Drew that we saw against the Lions and the Drew that we saw." against the Panthers. Like, if Drew can be that Drew, throwing to Mike Thomas, yeah. throwing to Emmanuel Sanders, and throwing to Callaway, we're offensively, they're, they're good, bruh. Like, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Look, it's we, – we see what it is. You know, they're not going to be a downfield team. They're just not. No. They're just not. But, you know, big butt is still a – they're still a very productive offense – and that could beat you multiple times a week. We beat you on the ground, beat you in the pass game. You know, it's I guess, you know, I understand the, the question. Like the question is, what's gonna happen when the Saints face like a really good defense? Because we we just we've seen it in the past, the past couple of playoffs. It's like, yeah, 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 regular season, regular season. But like what's they, gonna happen? Didn't they just played a really good defense? Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. And, and very, you know, very handicapped too. Yes, you know, super. Handicap wide receiver course. So you know what I'm saying. So you know, it's it's. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Or I'm not saying like, oh, this team is dominant because they haven't really dominated anybody yet. And you hope to see it eventually. But I'm just saying, look, they they're getting better. So I like there's there's some cause for concern, but I wouldn't be overly concerned. Yeah, man. I I think I think it's well perfectly said. Perfectly said. 
Um, and then, so what today's, oh, today's Monday. Uh, we'll, we have, so you should, as a fan of this podcast, of the hashtag Saints Word podcast, you're getting this emergency pod. We have a pod with a special guest that's going to take place this week, Wednesday or Thursday. We just got to confirm the day. You're going to have the super extensive Tampa Bay pod previewing the Tampa Bay game. And then you're getting the recap, the rapid reaction recap pod, because the game is on Sunday night football, which means that both myself and Ryan will be having beverages during the game. And then boom, we start recording. Oh man, y'all in for a treat this week. Loose. We're gonna be loose. <laughs> y'all in for we're a either, treat. We either gonna be ripping like shitting on the Saints, <laughs> or we're gonna be happy as fuck. Woo! But we're gonna be loose, whatever we do. Whatever it is. And hopefully we can do all this with hopefully the country being on the right track. Come yeah. Come yeah, tomorrow. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the republic hasn't burned to the ground. So, yeah, we'll see. But we got you guys covered. We appreciate all our all you guys, all our fans. Um we we get we have the mask coming. I'm actually probably gonna reach out to get an update tonight on the design so we can get that out to everyone so everyone can can vote for it and everything. Um, and then that, that's it. Uh, so first good emergency pod, um, which is great. And fuck, maybe, hopefully, maybe tomorrow there may be another fucking emergency pod, depending on what happens tomorrow with the trade deadline. <laughs> Who fucking knows with this team? Um, but that's it. Uh, we, we got you guys covered. We're going to get out of here. It's late. Uh, so with that, we're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.